The story of the Cardiff Giant doesn't begin in Michigan, but part of it ends in Michigan. Back in the 1860s, a farmer in upstate New York hired workmen to help him dig a well. After working on the dig for a while, the workmen struck something solid buried in the earth. The farmer asked them to remove the obstruction since this was where he wanted his water well. After several hours of digging around the object, the laborers revealed a giant. More work was required before a 10-foot-tall, 3,000-pound, petrified giant human was excavated from the earth. The news spread like wildfire. These were God-fearing people who knew from their Bible that there were giants in the earth in those days, and now a petrified giant had been found. Scientists and clergymen were summoned to view the giant in situ, so the historic discovery could be documented. Nonetheless, details about the discovery of the giant, scientific opinion, and many subsequent events are very much in dispute. News of the discovery had traveled quickly, and in a very short time, people from all over were coming to the farm to see the giant. Among the throngs was a famous man, P.T. Barnum, and he had an idea. He was convinced that the giant would be a fantastic addition to his greatest show on earth. He made the farmer a handsome offer and guaranteed that the giant would have a prominent place in the museum in New York. The farmer's response? No way. He had watched the crowds lining up to see this wonder of the ages, and he had an idea of his own. He intended to tour the great cities of the East Coast and exhibit the giant, charging admission, of course. The fact that the farmer turned him down didn't stop P.T. Barnum. He hadn't become a successful entrepreneur being stymied by such a simple obstacle. He acquired a large slab of granite and hired a sculptor to carve a copy of the Cardiff Giant. Then he had the carving rolled in black dirt, they poured acid on the statue, and they set it on fire. All this attention gave the new giant character and a nicely aged patina. P.T. then loaded his treasure on a wagon sent his advanced people out, and headed to the Midwest to wow the folks in the small towns out there. His tour was very successful, as was the tour of the real giant heading south along the Atlantic coast. Eventually, coastal towns ran out, so the farmer headed west. P.T. Barnum and his tour ran out of towns west and decided to circle back to the southeast. From this point on, details get a bit murky, as several things happen in a very short period of time. The chemical test on the original Cardiff Giant had been completed, and it was determined that the whole thing was a hoax. The farmer had had the giant sculpted, and then buried it for a year so it could age. Then he directed the laborers to dig at a specific spot so it could be discovered. However, this was in an age of slow communications, so the disclosure didn't catch up with the roadshow for some time. Then it happened that the original show and the P.T. Barnum show were approaching the same town on the same day from opposite directions. The farmer wasn't happy because he knew that the Barnum show had much better advanced people and would probably get most of the business. The farmer appealed to a local judge to issue an injunction to stop Barnum, which he did, thus preventing P.T. Barnum from exhibiting his fake of the farmer's hoax. Even that didn't stop old P.T., he rolled right on through town, went to the Atlantic coast, loaded his giant on a ship, and toured Europe very profitably for nearly three years before the news of the shenanigans caught up with him. Now, I'm not exactly sure where the original Cardiff giant has ended up. It's said to be somewhere in New York. 
The copy made by P.T. Barnum, however, is right here in Michigan. It's in Farmington Hills at Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. This is easily one of the most unusual museums anywhere. It contains artifacts from many of the greatest magicians who ever lived, including Alexander, Thurston, and Houdini. The museum is actually a palace of entertainment. Over 5,000 square feet of floor space are hundreds of exhibits and old Midway-style games. You can play tic-tac-toe with an alien, have your fortune told, test your strength, and get electrocuted. A favorite with the ladies is the love shack. At the shack, a bearded, cigar-smoking, foul-mouthed midget tells you what your romantic prospects are. There are games from every era, and it's all hands-on. Admission is free, making this a great place to take the kids. While you're having fun playing with all the games, don't forget to take a selfie with the giant. The fake Cardiff Giant, created by P.T. Barnum, is in a corner in the back, near the snack bar. You can find out more at michiganbackroads.com.